This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 56. Wow. So, regular listeners of the show will know that I usually speak to my friend Dan the Man. But today we have a special episode. So, Dan the Man is not here, which... I think is good news, but maybe you don't. I'm not sure. But we have someone who is much more interesting, funny, and also famous. His name is uh, John Peter Sloan. Um, If you don't know who he is, because he's famous in Italy mainly, um, we explain it in the show, but he also has written many books in different languages. So maybe there is a book in your language. I will have links to it in the show notes anyway. So regular listeners will also know that I usually explain all the rock and roll English during the show. Um, Sometimes I forgot to do that today. So the ones that I forgot, if you listen to the end of the show, I explain it there. So, you know, that's fine. Anyway, as Mr. John Peter Sloan lives in Italy like me and is also English like me, I thought it could be a good idea to talk about things that we find a little bit strange in Italy because as you know I generally like to concentrate on the negatives in life it's the only way but I usually don't like to complain about things in Italy because I've noticed that if you are not from that place people don't like you complaining about it for example I remember once being in a group of Italians and they were all saying oh This city is terrible. I hate living here. So just to, you know, be like everyone else, I said, yeah, the traffic's really bad. And they looked at me as if to say, well, why don't you fuck off home then? And I thought, well, you were all complaining. I tried. What's the problem? So for this reason, I generally try not to complain. Um, Please don't hate me for saying a few things in this episode, because just remember, I love living in Italy I'm here through choice, but there are just some things I find a little bit strange. Anyway, one more thing. During this conversation with Mr. John Peter Sloan, we were speaking on Skype with no video. That doesn't sound relevant, but when you listen to the end of the podcast, it probably is. And speaking of the end of the podcast, remember, I will go through all of the rock and roll vocabulary, which you can find at rockandrollenglish.com. And there is also an announcement for next week's show. Anyway, I will stop talking now. Enjoy the show and happy listening. So hello, Mr. John Peter Sloan. Nice to have you on the show. How are you today? Not bad, you? I'm very well, thanks. Much better now I'm speaking to you. I'm very honoured that you have accepted my invitation to come on Rock and Roll English. Esagerato, as the Italians say. That's an exaggerated. (laughs) No, it's definitely not exaggerated. So for anyone that doesn't know um, John, he's very famous here in Italy and he does quite a few things. On my list, I have here English teacher, podcast, podcaster, sorry, comedian, author, actor, musician. um, And I even saw that you were in a rock band. So you were a rock star. Well, I wasn't a rock star, but certainly, <laughs> certainly I was in a rock band, yeah, for 17 years. Oh, wow. Well, you must feel at home then on Rock and Roll English. 
Definitely, yeah. It's quite, it's quite, uh, it's very, it's ironic because now um, I'm getting interest from uh, certain record companies now that I'm 48 wow. and I haven't, you know, I mean, when I was a young rock singer, uh, it was, you know, um, I, I didn't do anything really that important. Uh, whereas, mm -hmm. Uh, now that I'm teaching English, all the record companies want to make CDs. So this is the secret to becoming a rock star. Start teaching English and then take up rock and roll. It's really weird, isn't it? It's just, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Um, but all of these things, I do not know how you do them because I do two of the things, English teacher, podcaster, and I've basically got no time. So just give us some more information about, well, how do you do these things? And just some more information about you. Well, first of all, um, you might notice a, a, a connection between what I do in that, you know, if I sing or if I teach or if I do podcasts or videos or books, it's always communicating to people. And like my, th my thing is teaching English. So with all, and, and also I do stand up comedy, but that's the same again. It's like, um, they're not really. They're all different ways of communicating. So the, it, I, I, I would say that they're, they're the same thing. It's like when I uh, used to sing, I used to communicate a lot with the audience uh, between mm -hmm. songs. And now, you know, when I went into a classroom, uh, it, I found it to be really similar because I had an audience and uh, I had to communicate something. This time, not the songs, but uh, but the language. So... I've never really, for me, it's been a very easy, for a lot of people, it's, they seem really different, you know, singing uh, mm -hmm. in a rock band and uh, teaching English in a classroom. I don't think they're that different, to be honest. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, in fact, I actually agree with you there. I have never been in a rock band. It is my dream, but um, that is what I imagine it like. So the next best thing for me is teaching English, which is uh, what I do. Um, but obviously, John lives in Italy, like myself. And how long have you lived in Italy now, John? 25 years. Wow. Mm. Uh, so I've lived here quite a while as well. I think six in total. But as I'm sure you know, John, there are some not so great things here. There are many wonderful things like the sun, the beautiful people, the food, many things. But to enjoy these things, you really sometimes have to suffer. Um, so we're going to look at some typical Italian things and you can give me some advice maybe about okay. how you about how you put up with these, which is a nice rock and roll piece of vocabulary there, which means to tolerate. Um, so I don't know how much you take public transport, John, but one thing that drives me crazy is when I'm on a bus and somebody says to me, Shendi alla prossima, which means are you getting off at the next stop? Does this ever happen to you? Uh, I don't take public transport anymore. Um, no, that's not because you know that's that you might think uh, uh, that 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 sounds a bit snobbish, but actually there isn't really any public transport where I live now. <laughs> that's another big problem. Yeah. But but the question the question I I would ask you is: Are you blocking the door? Why are they asking you if you're getting off? Because you're blocking the door. Well, this is the strange thing, which I always find very strange because I'm standing near the door, but there is a clear way to walk around me. So when they ask me if I'm getting off at the next stop, I, I just think, well, you know, why do you want to know? <laughs> well, I find it very strange. Uh, listen, when, when you talk about public transport, I think that 
that problem is really uh, tiny compared to what a lot of the women go through on the buses uh, and met and, and underground stations uh, in Italy. And most of the complaints I've heard um, are, are are on buses, you know, and by women getting hassled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so when he says hassled there, he means like sort of people disturbing them generally, mm. normally men disturbing them. But yeah. Yeah, they want to they want to strike up romantic conversations while someone's <laughs> going to work or, uh, you know, I, I actually yeah. I actually saw with my own eyes something that was really creepy on the Milan underground when there was there was a guy. Some some of these guys actually take advantage of rush hour. Where everybody's mm-hmm. kind of like squashed together, and they, and I saw one guy who was just smelling ladies' hair, so <laughs> which was just weird. Um, I'm sorry, I'm laughing, but that is not funny. And <laughs> I, I would like to say that I do not smell people's hair on the bus. Okay, just to make this very right. clear. But believe me, so I think you know, if someone, if if I can survive a, a journey on the Milan Underground yeah. with just someone saying, you know. Are you getting off on the next stop? Then I'll, I will consider that a successful journey. You're right. You've put that into perspective for me. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the next one, which is uh, driving, which I must say, when I first arrived here, was completely crazy for me. I waited at a zebra crossing once for 20 minutes. This is not a joke. Right. For waiting yeah. for people to stop. Absolutely. But now I've lived here a while. I actually quite enjoy the way of driving. I consider it like a jungle. And when yeah. you know the rules of the jungle, then everything's yeah. fine. How about you? Well, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that when in Rome, do as the Romans do, is that they refer to Italy. I don't think that's a convert, you know. <laughs> um, let me put it this way. When I first came to Italy, uh, when the plane landed the Italians applauded the pilot. You know, they do that. <laughs> that, is, that is actually on my list. Right. Uh, okay. Of okay. things to talk about. Well, it's we'll a, come to that later, yeah. No, but it's, it's connected because the, I thought, okay. well, I thought when I first uh, witnessed this, I thought Italians are afraid to die and they're really relieved that the plane is on the ground and so they're applauding the pilot. But then I saw them drive. And I said, well, no, they're not afraid to die or they wouldn't drive like that. Because, you know, um, but then I realized after some time that the Italians are really, really afraid if someone else is driving. This is the point. Um, Sorry if I've answered a later point there. Anyway, yeah, you have to remember that Italians don't respect each other very much in in public. (laughs) This is the point. It's because Italy was... Uh, divided for many many years, and uh, you know, the, the, you can you a lot of the Italian problems you can find in this. Uh, they it's every man for himself. That's what Italy is. Yeah. So you know, if uh, if an Italian uh, has his children are dressed, uh, you know, they have clothes, they have food in the fridge, they have wine. Who cares? They don't. I'm I'm all right, Jack. That, that that's how it is, and it's the same on the road. It's like I've got to get to uh wherever you know i've got to get to my destination get the get out of my way i nearly <laughs> swore then uh, you know just get out Sw- of my swear way. It, swearing is okay on rock and roll english don't worry okay well they say get well then you know i've got to get to my de- de- destination fuck everybody else don't get in my fucking way that's the way they are you know it's like uh uh they it's really strange because if you sit down in a in a in a doctor's waiting room uh, Italians are don't know you, 
but they're really, really kind. And they're really nice. And, you know, it's just on the road. Yeah. But as soon as you get in a car, uh, they hate you. They absolutely hate you <laughs> because you are stopping them from getting to where they want to go. And it, it, really, it's the way it is. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what we can do about that, but I Nothing. think we just have to just, live just be with like them. Exactly. Just, just do the same. <laughs> No, in fact, that is what I do. I mean, I don't have a car, but I have a bicycle. Right. And <laughs> a nice expression we say is to fight fire with fire. Um, so, yeah, I'm just as crazy as them on the road now. Um, so another point is obviously um, the language. There are a few strange things um, which I find strange anyway. One is the constant um, use of like one when they say, which means good, which they when they say, for example, like one mare, which means like have a good sea. They right. say like "buono studio," which means like have a good study session. Right. Um, I've even recently found out in Sicily when they go to like holiday resorts and they see the same family every summer. At the end of the season, they say "buon inverno," which is happy, like well, good winter. Right. Um, and the the strangest one I find is when they've got nothing to say. They've used all of them of like "buon mare," like. Um, everything else and then they say buona continuazione which means have a good continuation yes um well basically it, it's like the english have a nice uh you know yeah. when they say buon mare it's like we say have a yeah. nice swim or have a nice time um yeah. you know and the continuation one have a nice th um usually in my experience that is usually when they're uh, uh, uh mostly when they're angry <laughs> it's it's kind of, oh, right. It's, I didn't know this, so this is new for me. Not always, but it's kind of like, oh, we'll get on with it then. Uh, oh, okay. You know, yeah. so look, uh, you know, you don't, you they want you to do something, you don't want to do it. So, so va bene, buona continuazione. So, all right, well, you, you know, but it's a bit sarcastic, actually. It's a bit like ironic. Um, okay. But yeah, yeah I, I always found that one very strange. Yeah. Well, it's just you know. Um, I never noticed that you making. I think it's just it's you, just them trying to be nice when they're not on the road. Uh, yes. Well, it's like I said. It's like I said. You know, they are. It, it, I don't know. It's it's uh, because you know. I, for example, I don't. I hate the way they uh, speak to barmen. For example, mm -hmm. you know, they don't say please. Yeah, uh, that, that's one thing I noticed actually. Yeah, and I and I and as an Englishman, that's really hard to except because i'm probably over nice i remember uh saying because in england i would say to a barman uh could i have a beer please when you have time um <laughs> that's what that's like being really nice and respecting yeah, so yeah, much you know when you've got a minute i'll have a beer please if you say that in italy they get offended they think it's like you're trying to insinuate that they they don't work <laughs> and and you know i remember like i said that in italian and i said una birra quando hai un attimo and the guy's looking at me and said well i'll do it now well i, I can do it now <laughs> and i said well, well i think but no but then i got and I, then i he, he, you know the way he spoke to me i said well fucking do it then we'll do it then get, get where's my coffee why are you standing there the, talking to me <laughs> the uh the lesson here then is just don't be nice no, 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 no. That's not my lesson. <laughs> I will die saying please in Italy. I, okay. I don't care. You know, I, have... I I will die with you. Don't worry. No, because they say, you know, I go to a bar with an Italian and I will say it for the Italian. If he says like, fammi due caffè, because they say fammi due caffè, which means make me two coffees. 
I will yeah, say, yeah, I, <laughs> I will add, please. I will add it for of him, course. you know, because I don't like it. It's just like, there are two things. Exactly. There are two things that, uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I've adapted. I have become Italian to be, you know, to survive in Italy. But two things that I will never, ever accept. One of them is not saying please when you ask for something. I'll, I just won't. You know, I can't uh, be Italian that way. And um, what's the other one? Ah, queuing, mamma mia, you know. <laughs> Tell me now if you're going to ask about me about queuing. If you're not, I'll talk about it. If Otherwise, I'll wait. Uh, <laughs> I actually haven't got that on my okay. list. I don't know why. I don't, I really hate the, uh, the, the, you know, they try to jump the queue. And for them, it's a victory. And uh, they don't like queuing. And uh, it, I, I really hate it. I hate that. Because it is, it is like disrespectful and. Yeah, it's just chaos. I never know where it starts, where it finishes. And just so you know, the queue um, for the listeners is like the line which you wait in when you, I don't know, you're waiting at the bar or whatever. Yeah, well, in American English, it's line, isn't it? They say line. Yeah, exactly. That's why I wanted to clarify because, you know, there might be some Americans listening saying, what the hell are they talking about? So, you know, we have to be clear for everyone. Um, but speaking of the language, there is a very particular thing which I have seen you do, which I would like you to tell well, the world about the Italian obsessions with the balls. And when I say balls, yes, I do mean testicles. Right. Because um, they have a very strange thing in Italian about this. I think, yeah. Uh, well, Italians, Italian men for us are, are pretty obsessed with the whole genital area anyway. <laughs> uh, I mean, they actually have Italian gestures um, to indicate dimensions and size and uh, <laughs> I remember I was working with an Italian comedian a few years ago and he was really kind of like uh, he could joke about himself you know like most comedians mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he we, we, we were on a beach in Greece and uh, he went into the there was no one else on the beach so he went into the water uh, naked he went he took his trunks off and said well there's no one around he went in naked too and when he came out of the sea uh, I looked at him and said, oh, my God, the water must be really cold, uh, which was just a stupid joke. And he didn't speak to me for a week. He didn't speak to me for a week. Seriously, I'm not joking. He got really, really offended. And it's like, um, you know, the genitals and the balls and, you know, they have all kinds of gestures for the male, the male and the female genitalia. Um, and the balls are the most precious thing to them. <laughs> Uh, it almost as precious as football to an Italian, you know, the balls. Well, yeah. there's a link there, isn't there? I just, I just exactly, realized, there is a yeah, link. <laughs> that, that's maybe what it is. They just like to see balls being kicked about for 90 minutes. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's the, they use balls, palle, uh, all the time in when they speak. And so at the beginning, I was trying to make sense of it because, you know, if you are without balls, then you're a coward. Uh, mm-hmm. If you are one ball, say una palla, then you're boring. You're heavy. Uh, due palle, uh, I'm going to give you two balls, which means that I'm going to hit you. I'm going to beat you up. Um, if you stay on someone's balls, then they don't like you. So they say, you stay on my balls. That means I don't <laughs> like you. Tu mi stai sulle palle. Uh, you, uh, you are in the middle of the balls. If they say that to you, it means you're in the middle of the balls. You're not welcome. You have to go. <laughs> Uh, and they will say, fuori della palle, go out of the balls, you know. Uh, and if, and then they, they, you, the balls spin. If they say, my balls are spinning, that means that I'm, ang- I'm getting angry. So you have to go out of the balls. Um, if they say, my balls are falling, that means now I've had enough. 
and then they you know the balls fall and they smash and they break and so if they if you break their balls that means that you well actually americans know break breaking the balls because oh, of course yeah no but it was actually introduced by uh italian americans uh into, yeah you into normally the, find it on the italian well the american mafia films yeah, exa- yeah. exactly exactly it's new york yeah. it's, it's it's like you don't bust my balls don't break my balls yeah uh, it means you know you're in the middle of the balls. Get out the balls, or, or you're going to break my balls. I, I don't think I don't I don't I'm not, I don't think even American Italian Americans know the history of the balls. Uh, we should. <laughs> well, this them. is a lesson for them again. Yeah. So Americans are learning a lot in today's show. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, you know, I'm, I'm sure the Italian Americans have made because I sometimes I, when I was in New York. I recognized quite a few expressions which we don't usually use in English and and I and I and I directly recognized them from being Italian. <laughs> I don't know those Americans, hey. Oh, well, don't <laughs> don't get me started on the Americans. <laughs> Not at the moment. I actually like America. I've been there a few times. Uh, it would be interesting to go there now. Of course, yeah. Uh, with um, uh, with Mr. Mr. Golden Cheetos. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> of course, yeah. But before we go into that topic, because I think that's quite a large topic, there's yeah. one more thing I would like to ask you, which I just cannot get used to here, which is the the eating times, which, I mean, it's fine. For me, I will eat dinner when I'm hungry. It's this. Right. But here, there seems to be a law yeah. that you cannot eat dinner before 8 p.m., it just seems like the police will arrest you. I specifically remember once with my ex-girlfriend. It was about five o'clock, six o'clock. We had, well, we had had almost nothing to eat all day. So I said, let's have dinner. And she said, no, no, we can't. It's like six o'clock. And she said, let's have a snack, then dinner. And I said, well, I'll still be hungry after the snack. So right. why not dinner, dinner, then snack? Right, right. And it, exactly. it, was just, it was just like not acceptable. She's like, absolutely no. So, how do you manage this? Um, I don't care. I actually, I, I, I've never uh, subscribed to their. Uh, you're right. There is, there are laws in Italy. They're not written anywhere, but every every Italian knows yeah. these laws. And you know, one of them is the, you know, well, I order cappuccino after sushi. I don't care. Uh, and they, oh wow! Yeah, I know. And and um, I've been refused. Uh, uh, tuna and pineapple pizza I, but you know I, which is the most popular pizza in England they won't make it here even if they have the ingredients they would rather lose 10 euro than than be seen making this kind of pizza um, as far as the times go I, I really I don't I don't care it's like I, I always said Italians are generally not snobs they're not snobbish except on food they get become real snobs in Malta uh, there are some restaurants in Malta with a sign in the window saying no Italians because they just can't stand the Italian. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Um, because the, the Italians would actually taste their pasta, get up, walk into the kitchen and, and insist on cooking for them. Uh, and the Maltese are, are sick of it. And so they don't want them in there anymore because they just, you know, uh, about the times, uh, you know, I don't, I uh, I don't care. Except I live in Sicily, like you, and and you know if I if I get if I'm around in my car and I get hungry uh, at three o'clock, it's a real problem. It's a real problem <laughs> because um, you can't get anything anywhere unless yeah I know unless you go to unless you eat bar food and bar food is horrible. It's always like stale shit pizza, horrible pizza, which you know yeah. In fact, I often say it's the type of food you would give to like a pet. 
No, they would tell you to fuck off. If you, my dog, my dog would tell me to fuck off if I gave him the bar, the bar pizza, that and and also the tasteless, horrible uh, tossed. They call it tossed. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's like uh, it's just like absolute. It's like plastic ham with plastic cheese and two stale pieces of bread. Um, nah, man, it's 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 horrible. You can't get anything decent to eat outside the hours that they stipulate. I agree, which is why. I was happy that um, they opened the McDonald's now because, all right, McDonald's isn't the best food in the world, but at least I can eat it when I want. <laughs> but if you go to McDonald's it's... at three o'clock, you're the only fucker in there. And <laughs> in, in fact, I normally do my shopping, my weekly shopping, because the supermarket's always crazy. So I normally go on a Sunday at about one thirty, Right. And there is just absolutely nobody yeah but not so, even the person on the till that's a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but obviously we have to try and look for these advantages where we can find them yeah yeah but you have to resist though you have to resist you don't you you shouldn't become italian in every way exactly yeah you know certain things i will eat when i want and what i want and if i want cappuccino after a pizza i'll have it i don't care <laughs> exactly we need to stay strong john well at least some things you know because uh <laughs> I mean, I, I, I famously talked about, uh, I, and it's a true story, I did, after a year that I was here, put a dab of ketchup on... Um, Not pasta. Taglia yeah, yeah, on tagliatelle, uh, white truffle pasta. Yeah, I, I'm from Birmingham, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I, I have absolutely no code at all with food, and uh, I, it caused a big scene, and I'm glad it happened. Oh, I... Well, I got, a, a, you know, I, I talked about it on TV, Um Exactly. But I'm sure you agree with me, John. We do love Italy at the end yeah, of the day. There absolutely. are these things, but obviously we love it, really. Well, I, I mean, we could make another podcast about what I don't miss about England, couldn't we? Oh, of course. Yeah, much longer. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, it's still, the, in my opinion, the best country in the world to live in. I would never leave Italy, personally. No, yeah, certainly, not to go, not, certainly not to go back to Birmingham, anyway. Um, yeah. I mean, there's absolutely nothing in Birmingham. I absolutely have no... I don't miss it. At all, absolutely not. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Essex, oh, right. just outside London. Yeah, yeah. You sound a bit like Russell Brand, actually. I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> not quite as good looking, but yeah, probably voice. Yeah. Well, then you're like. Well, your profile photo looks quite nice. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I look good in pictures. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, anyway, thanks a lot for your time, John, and discussing these things. Right. It's been a pleasure. Anyway, thank you very much. Okay. Thanks a lot, and we'll see you soon. Okay. Cheers, mate. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that was Mr. John Peter Sloan and me speaking about some of the strange things about living in Italy. Um, I know we have a lot of Italian listeners, mainly because they're my students and I tell them to listen. Um, but I hope we didn't offend anyone because, as we both said, we absolutely love Italy. Anyway, let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Some of the stuff, obviously, I mentioned in the show, like the phrasal verb put up with something. Um, if you remember, I asked John about how he puts up with these things, which means to tolerate. But John used a real piece of rock and roll vocabulary when I asked him about taking public transport. And he said he didn't take public transport. And then he said... You might think uh, uh, that, that, that sounds a bit snobbish. The word snobbish there is fantastic. Obviously comes from the word snob, which is quite international, I think. But the ish part on the end is really rock and roll. 
we add this to adjectives just to mean a little bit. So in this case, he was saying you might think that sounds a little bit snobbish. But as I said, we can do it for all adjectives. You can even say I'm hungry ish just to, you know, have a joke. And um, we had the word hassled, which I explained in the show, which is when someone sort of disturbs you, gives you problems. That was also in last week's show, I believe. Um, whilst we were talking about public transport, John mentioned the fact that women sometimes are hassled on buses and trains, etc. And especially hassled by men. Um, and then he said this. Yeah, they want to they strike up romantic conversations while someone's going to work or, uh, you know. So to strike up romantic conversations. So if you strike up a conversation, it's another way to say to start a conversation. But it's a very good collocation and very often you will find it with conversation. So strike up a conversation. Um, I use the expression, I fight fire with fire when I was talking about the road. So I act like they do. We use this when you do the same thing as someone else. So if someone is horrible to you, you fight fire with fire and you are horrible to them. That's not advice, by the way. That's just an example. Um, we had the word queue, which is what the Americans call a line when you are waiting for something. Um, another piece of rock and roll vocabulary, really, really rock and roll, is when John was talking about going to McDonald's and he said this. But if you go to McDonald's at three o'clock, you're the only fucker in there. So yeah, if you go there at 3 p.m., you're the only fucker in there. The word fucker is a really nice word that I like. Obviously, it's not the most formal word, but many people don't know that you can actually make a noun from the word fuck, which refers to a person. Often we use it for like a stupid person, but we can just use it to joke. If my friend does something that frustrates me, I say, oh, you're such a fucker. So it's just another nice way to use a very common word in English. So that's all the rock and roll vocabulary for today's episode. Thanks again to John for coming on. As I said, he has lots of books in different languages. He also has some schools. So I'll have some links on the website where you can find out more information about him. And speaking of the website, remember you can go there to look at all of the vocabulary mentioned in today's episode. And there is also a quiz there to help you remember the words. Um, and one last thing before I go, next week there will only be a podcast on Thursday. Why, I hear you ask? Well, good question. Because it's Dan the Man's birthday next Thursday, so I thought we would do a special episode on his birthday. And believe me, it will be a special episode. Anyway, thanks a lot for listening. Have a great weekend and see you next week. In the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.